just have a couple of batteries handy just in case because there's only two bars on this one, Ben. And I don't want to miss. I got my timer on. Ooh. I'm not going to go over, brother. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for letting us come, for the privilege of being here again. When I was getting dressed this morning, I just started to cry. There's Cherie. Come and give me a hug. <laughs> All my family is here, and I love you guys, and I miss this family so much. <laughs> oh, man. And, man, you guys have the best cooks in the world. I just lost 17 pounds, so now I can eat, right? No. <laughs> I only have 50 more pounds to go. Amen? Praise God. Hey, what do you mean, amen? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I'm excited because I love the Word of God and I love to teach. And um, so what the Lord gave me was a, con a combination of some teachings this afternoon that I have done. And the first thing is on our PowerPoint is that he said to declare that we are kings and priests. And we're going to talk about a king's words and a king's ride tonight. And the Hebrew, um, the date for the Hebrew calendar for 2019 is 5779. And so I said, Lord, what does that mean? Because I hear a lot of things online, what the Lord has given to them. But I said, what do you want me to know? And he said that five is the number of grace. Seven plus seven is the number of double maturity and double perfection. And nine is the number of the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. And a lot of other things. You know, these numbers could mean many other things too. But for us tonight, I believe that if we will be intentional about perfecting that which God has given to us, because these things don't just happen because these numbers mean something. Okay? The prophetic word of the Lord comes forth, but we have to be intentional to do what is necessary for the maturity to come and for the things of the Spirit to come. And I believe God wants to bring forth a double perfection in our maturity in the Word of God. And, uh, and I believe with all of my heart that we are in the kingdom age, that we are kings and priests, and we have to start seeing ourselves as royalty in God's kingdom as kings and priests. We can't see ourselves like we used to see ourselves. Like I used to see myself as the little preacher's kid, the pastor's daughter, who was sexually violated by the deacon in the church and thought she was ugly and would never preach the gospel. And the devil told me I would never be successful. And that was who I was as a little girl and 
the, the devastation of my salvation at two and a half years old when I gave my heart to Jesus and I answered the call of God at two and a half years old and I took my little girlfriend three years old and I said, we're going to go get saved. And she said, okay. And we walked down the aisle to my dad's altar call and we got saved. Hallelujah. We got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and we were on fire. And so we preached to all of our teddy bears and our dolls. We set them up on the altars and the pews, you know, and we got them saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit. But the devastation of the enemy along the way has crushed some of us. It's crushed some of us. Tragedies and terrible things have happened to some of us that would try to abort the plan of God. But we found out that we have this word right here. And the word of God is life and health and healing to our flesh. And the word changes everything. And we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us, we judge to be null and void. We're overcomers by faith. All things are possible through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen? And so... As kings and priests, we speak these things and we decree them with kingly authority. And the Lord told me this very week at our Wednesday night Bible study for our ladies to turn to Psalms 18. So if you brought your Bibles, we're going to turn to Psalms 18. And <laughs> this is just so amazing because I didn't think of this. Of course, the Holy Spirit is smarter than me. Amen. But the Lord said 2018 represented Psalms 18. So take a look at it. And I didn't know what it said. I went to Psalms 18. And um, it starts off really good. I will love you, O Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. But then go down to verse 4. The pains of death have surrounded me. The floods of ungodliness made me afraid. Has anybody been fighting the spirit of fear in this place? Lift your hand up and say, yeah, I mean, I have, okay. Verse 5, the sorrows of Sheol surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and I cried out to him. And you go on and it goes on, you know, quite a bit of verses. And then down in verse 16 it says, He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. But the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place and He delivered me because He delighted in me. He delighted in you when He brought you out. He delighted in you when He brought you out of the miry clay of the, the tragedy of life, the snares of life, the pain of death even. 
And so then the Lord said, so you're going from 2018 from survival to revival for 2019. We're going in a year of a revived spiritual awakening and outpouring, not just for us personally, but for America. America's going to see its greatest hour in this next year. We're going to excel into things that we have desired and we've asked God for and we believe for since we were those little two-and-a-half or three-year-old children. And some of us got saved then. And whenever your salvation started, there was a plan of God that he put on your life. And this next year, if we will, 5779, receive the grace of God, if we will intentionally perfect that which concerns us and be mature in the Word of God, be diligent, and go for the fruits of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit because He wants to use all of us in the gifts of the Spirit. He wants to use all of us for signs, wonders, and miracles. He wants to use you while you cook that corned beef and cabbage. I'm telling you, or Brussels sprouts, whatever that was, that was the best I've ever tasted. He wants you and you're cooking that prime rib and those green beans. I've never tasted anything like those green beans. He wants God, God wants to use you wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Amen? And he wants to explode the gifts of the Spirit, the word of knowledge, words of wisdom, prophecy, the gifts of healing and miracles coming right out of your own hands because of Jesus, because you perfected that which concerns you, because you've gotten in the word of God and you've decided the word works and I'm going to speak the word of God. It's life and health and healing to my flesh and the word works. And you have to make a quality decision. We're going to have to be intentional. Praise God. So then um, the Lord took me over to chapter 19, okay, for 2019. And he said, this is a revival outpouring of the glory of God, okay? The heavens declare the glory of God, verse 1, and the firmament show his handiwork. We're going to see signs and wonders in the heavens. There's going to be signs and wonders in the heavens over this region, over the regions where we are, wherever the glory of the Lord is received and desired. We're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles. Day unto day utters speech. Night unto night reveals knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. Your words, when you pray and declare like a king and a priest, goes out into all the world. You are a world changer through the words of your mouth. If you stand like, and if I stand like a royal king and priest in Christ. We are nothing in ourselves. You know, I grew up feeling like a nothing and a nobody and ugly and that I'd never make it. That's what the devil told me. But in, when I got a hold of what God wanted in my life and the change and I got rid of the spirit of fear, then the Lord began to change and shift my mentality, not even into uh, a mentality of, 
the grace age, the Lord said, you are now in the kingdom age. You're, you're to think like a king and a priest and like royalty. And that has changed everything, everything in my life. Praise God. So we are going from survival to revival this year. Revive means to restore, redeem, and bring back to life. Now, in chapter 19, you can go all the way through, um, verse, let's just say verse 5. Let's go to verse 5, which is like a bridegroom. No, I didn't, I missed something. Verse 4, and their words to the end of the world, in them he has set a tabernacle for the sun, which is like a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices like a strong man to run its race. Its rising is from one end of the heaven and its circuit to the other end, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. This is the glory of God. In you and me! It's the glory of God in you and me. You are kingdom glory carriers. Look at your neighbor and say, you're a glory carrier. You're a glory carrier. And the statues of the Lord are perfect, converting the soul. The word of God converts the soul. The soul is the mind, emotions, and will. The word of God changes your mind. It changes your brain. Okay, it changes everything. And then it goes, verse 12. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from his secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth, if you've got your Bible, read it with me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. The next one. Oh my goodness. The words of my mouth be acceptable. Praise God. So we did Psalms 18 and 19 and the... The last one was Psalms 19.14. This is so important because our cry is, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. Be acceptable. Let my heart be acceptable at all times. Well, I appreciate the message this morning because we have to always, as a king and a priest, when we walk in royal protocol, we will not have any problems forgiving people. None. When we walk as a king and a priest in Christ, and we're Christ-like, and we've put on the royal robes of our Lord Jesus Christ, we will not have any problems forgiving the person and the offense. The Lord told me there's two things about forgiveness. You've got to forgive the person, but you've got to forgive the offense they did against you too. And we won't have any problems doing that. Hallelujah. As a king and a priest, if we'll rock in his royalty, hallelujah, praise God, he's restoring, he's redeeming, he's bringing us back to life. I'm so excited. I feel a new life inside of me that has just recently happened. Um, one of my testimonies is that the Lord really had to do deliverance and emotional healing to make me come out of that little girl stage 
thinking I was ugly and I'd never make it. And there was a little girl inside of me that wanted to stay a little girl. And then God delivered me. He he literally took a spirit of fear out of my life and he removed that fear. Revelations 1, 5, and 6, next slide says that from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth. Jesus is the ruler over all the kings of the earth. So Jesus is your ruler tonight. Jesus is the chief shepherd and the chief king. Amen? He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. To him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, because he washed us and he cleansed us in his own blood, He made us kings and priests to God. He made you a king and a priest. Say, I'm a king and a priest because Jesus washed me in his own blood. Now I'm covered by the DNA of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So you've got to see yourself in a new mindset. You've got to start seeing yourself in a new mindset. Royalty, kings and priests, I can do all things through Christ. He washed me in his own blood. I am spiritually positioned now as a king and a priest with his authority. And you can't, you have to let go of the way you used to think about yourself. Like five minutes ago. Come on! Five minutes ago, ten minutes ago, ten hours ago. We've got to change our mindset through the Word of God, through that double perfection. He's expecting double perfection, and He wants it, and He's made it available, and we've got to be intentional and walk in it. Okay, we are moving from a survival mentality to a kingly and priestly mentality, we have to establish that in our heart for kingly and priestly protocol. Okay, we're under a new protocol. We have new orders tonight. We are kings and priests. A king rules and decrees with authority. Okay, that's what a king does. A godly king rules with godly authority. And you've got God's authority behind you. A priest ministers and cares for people like a shepherd. He cares for his sheep. He'll go after the one, you know, and he'll go and get that one and care and love. Supernatural love comes on the shepherd's anointing. Supernatural priestly anointing comes on those that will walk in it and they'll have supernatural love for the lost. They'll go after the lost. They'll go after, they'll do whatever it takes. They'll even get put in jail in Indonesia. And they'll be delivered like Paul and Silas right out of the jail. Amen? Wait till you hear that, brother, if you've never heard him. He, he and his wife became my BFFs all the way here when we drove from the airport here. I'm telling you, anybody that can go through what they've been through, I want to be like them. Amen? Hallelujah. So, supernatural love, the fire of God's love. 
the love of God that causes you to weep and cry for the lost, to do anything it takes that's in the Word of God. Of course, godly things, whatever it takes to see the lost one and whatever it takes to pray through for your family members. And when you've done all, you stand. You know, maybe you prayed through, maybe you have travailed and you've laid on the floor and wept and cried, but whatever it takes, you know, the supernatural love of God, you forgive them, you forgive the offense, and you just place them in the arms of the Savior Jesus and His love, and then you've got to somehow move in the next phase of your life if they don't come under that canopy of God's love. You've got to move on into the next phase. God has great things for you. Amen? He has great things. Ephesians chapter 2, 5, and 6 is not on the slide because I um, just got it sitting there. The Lord reminded me that Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6 is an awesome, awesome scripture. Even, Ephesians 2, verse 5, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up, woo, together. Everybody say together. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Wow! You're seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places right now. That should shake you up. That should just like, my Lord, I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. I really am royalty. I am his king and his priest. This is what he says about you. He's changing your name tonight. It's no longer forsaken. It's no longer desolate. Your name is an ambassador of Christ, a warrior. Your name is is his kings and his priests, his overcomers tonight. You're raised up together. You're placed in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. He says it right there. Do you believe the word? And raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So it is. And so the word is true. And we have to start seeing ourselves and speaking these scriptures. These scriptures are things that I've had to speak over myself over and over and over. When I thought I was ugly and I'd never make it, and the devil told me I'd never preach like my daddy. Of course, I wanted to be just like my daddy and preach just like him. He's a four-square pastor for 70 years. And so finally, after my deliverance, I said, Devil, you are the one that's ugly. Amen? You're ugly, and you'll never be successful. And I preach better than my daddy now. No, I didn't say that. (laughs) Love you, Papa. He's in heaven. And he would probably say that, though. No. (laughs) So we decree. We decree. Amen? We have to decree. And the next slide says, The words and decrees of a king create a prosperous environment, discernment and wisdom, and a, 
uh, we could create life or death or a poor and rebellious atmosphere. I love this scripture. Psalms 19, verse 12. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like dew on grass. What a king says creates and builds up or tears down. So it is true. We as kings and priests, whatever we say, creates and builds up or tears us down. Now you have something in your uh, brain that's called the pineal gland. In the center of your brain is the first place the pineal gland is the first place our thoughts are created before they are transmitted through our neurons and our nerves to the other part of our brain. And the Lord told me to start speaking over my pineal gland because I did research and the brain, these are from brain scientists that say the pineal gland is the center of your first thoughts. The first thought you have it starts right there in the pineal gland, then it goes and transmits to the other places in your brain. And 1 Corinthians 2.16 says we have the mind of Christ. So I began to say I have the mind of Christ and my pineal gland is healed. You know, And I did this for quite a while. And I went to preach at a friend's church. And I taught on the brain, and I have this whole teaching on the brain and all these pictures of the brain. And after I got done teaching, I prayed for the, the ladies. And she has a, a beautiful altar area like this. And she was praying for people and everything. The spirit was moving. So I just kind of knelt down before the Lord. And then all of a sudden I went face down on my face. Well, I haven't been able to lay flat on my stomach in over 30 years because of a back issue that happened in a car accident when I was even 15, 16 years old. And I was flat on my face for I don't know how long, and I felt something happening in my brain. And I felt these supernatural currents going through my brain. When I got up, something changed, and I was a different person. It was supernatural. And it began a process that I've been crying out for for quite a while, and it started me on a path to lose the weight that the enemy helped me gain, okay? Because I knew something had to change and shift. So 17 pounds, my pants are bagging tonight. Thank you, Jesus. If they won't be falling off, I can guarantee you that. But, <laughs> but I will have to get some new pants pretty soon. But anyway, to God be the glory because it, it really works when you speak the Word of God and you see these parts in your brain and, and you know the Word of God works and you begin to decree them like a king would or a priest, you know, and you declare. A, a priest declares over the body of Christ. And a king, the next slide says, his words create death or life. Matter of fact, 
Even if you don't feel like a king or a priest tonight, your words create death or life. <laughs> Praise God. That's not, not a good thing, though, if it's a negative thing. Proverbs 18.21, death, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So death and life. Wow. Scary that we could actually create death because of our words. Speaking negative words, judgments, condemnation over people. You know, Romans 8, 1 says there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And we don't have the authority or the right to condemn people. Love heals. Love heals. The supernatural love of God can change and transform a life right before our eyes. Supernatural love. Okay, Proverbs 18 6 through 9 says, A fool's mouth brings contention, strife, destruction, and lies that affect our innermost being. When we speak contention, strife, and destruction, and lies, or anything that's not of God, it affects our soul, our innermost being. You know, and it affects others too. It goes out in the spirit uh, realm. So, 1 Kings chapter 3, the next slide says, you know, Solomon had such favor, and you've heard probably the scriptures on Solomon, but he asked God for wisdom and became one of the most prosperous kings in the world. Does that tell you a little clue? Okay? (laughs) Solomon asked God for wisdom and God prospered him in every area, not just with wealth, with wisdom and, and things that just people from all over the region would come. Kings and queens would come to sit at his feet and hear his wisdom. Okay? So we have to seek after the wisdom of God. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. Amen? Ecclesiastes 8, 1 and verse 4 says, Who is like a wise man? And who knows the interpretation of a thing? A man's wisdom makes his face shine and the sternness of his face is changed where the word of a king is there is power. Where the word of a king is there is power. And who may say to him, what are you doing? So the wisdom of God literally causes our face to change and shine. And where the word of the king is, there is power. There is power in the word of a spiritual king and priest. That's you. Next slide is the godly king rules with godly wisdom. He believes the best, not the worst about people. He's compassionate, or she, not indifferent. A godly king defaults to grace, not judgments. I like the person that went on a fast. Oh, we were listening to our youth pastor today. He took our place this morning at our church. So we have live stream. So we were checking out his message today. And it was really good. He was preaching some things that we had said. And we're like, gee, I wonder where he learned that from. 
And then he said, um, one of our elders, Kathy and Richard, went on a, a negative thinking and negative confession out loud fast. And they, they promised each other they would speak nothing negative out loud for I don't know how long, maybe let's just say a week. And so our youth, youth pastor said, he looked at them because they come to our church and he said, I bet you guys were really quiet for a week. He said, we were. <laughs> we, were. we couldn't say anything because everything comes negative out of our mouth and we don't even realize it. And they said, yeah, we were really quiet. Oh, boy. A godly king influences, not a dictator, not a controller, a manipulator. But you influence people's lives for the glory of God. A godly king operates in unconditional love, not condemnation and blame, leads with facts, not assumptions. Remember this, there's two sides to every story. Amen? Matter of fact, there's three sides to every story. There's your side, my side, and God's side. Oh, I learned the hard way. Get God's side. Amen? Okay, so this year we must be intentional to fulfill this 5779 Hebrew calendar. We must learn how to walk in God's grace, unmerited favor, and mercy towards people. Grow in the Word of God, which will cause the double perfection and the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Let me insert something here. How many really want to operate in the gifts of healing and miracles? And it doesn't have to be, here comes the gift. You know, you could be at the grocery store. And <laughs> I know I get dramatic, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, old time, I'm from an old-time Pentecostal background. And man, they used to get real emotional and you know what you could just be picking out your lettuce and someone come walking up to you and say you know what there's a light on you i need to see what you've got and you just pray over them in the name of jesus receive and they receive the light of the lord and they're saved amen we don't have to be all woo woo <laughs> although that was kind of fun watching you know i used to sit under the pews at angelus temple big church downtown l.a and I used to sit under the pews, and I used to watch them jumping and dancing and doing all kinds of fun things, you know, old-time Pentecost. It was fun. But that's not what the millennials relate to this day and age. Okay? We want to reach the next generation. We just got to just go out there and do it. Practical. Amen? Okay. So if you want to operate in the gifts of the Spirit... You've got to study about them. This is just my feeling. I never operated in the gift of healing, and I was raised with the gift of healing. My dad raised one man from the dead. I saw healings every Sunday. He was raised under Amy Simple McPherson, had a healing anointing. Every Sunday we saw somebody get miraculously healed. And I never could operate in the gifts of healing until I studied on the gifts of healing and miracles myself. And I knew what they were. And I operated, you know, out of not just what I saw my dad do or my spiritual mother. I, I have to operate out of what God has put in me 
God can't use us unless we're willing to study the Word and we're willing to have some kind of ammunition against the enemy because he will try and attack us when we start operating in the supernatural. So we've got to have our ammunition ready. We've got to have the Word of God ready. We've got to study on the gifts of the Spirit. You've got some of the best pastors in the world right here in this church to teach you these things and how to mature in the Lord. And I believe God wants to use this church as the signs and wonders and miracles, creative miracles. I'm talking about arms growing out where there were no arms, legs growing out, eyes, sockets, just the sockets there and, and eyes form right before your eyes. You're going to see creative miracles where you have no organs, God's going to put those organs back in you, supernaturally. That's God's creative power. That's God's miraculous power. It's all through the New Testament about how Jesus healed the blind man and, and healed the leper and raised the dead. He wants us all operating in that, that book of Acts anointing. Amen? So you've got to study it and get the gifts of the Spirit in your heart. Okay, Psalms 119, verse 130 says, The entrance of your light gives light. It gives understanding. So the entrance, whatever you want to do for Jesus, you want to operate in the gifts of healing and miracles, you want to prophesy, you've got to study it. The entrance of the Word of God gives the light on it. And it gives understanding. So you can operate it, you can operate it in it, with faith and not fear. I, I, I am the queen of fear here today. There is not a fear that I haven't had. I used to sing in the gospel quartet with my husband when we first got married, and I was so afraid that night he'd have to rush me to the hospital because I had a migraine. I know all about that spirit of fear. His power is broken. Amen? So we can't operate out of fear. One of our intercessors that prays for us at our church texted me at I don't know what time in the morning. It had to be 3 a.m. because I got the text about 5 a.m. this morning. And she said, there's a lot of people that are walking in the spirit of fear and God's going to deliver them. Hallelujah. Amen? You don't want fear in your life anymore? God's going to deliver you. Amen? Praise God. So the Word gives light. The Word gives understanding. It gives illumination. It gives the brightness, the radiance, the supernatural understanding where you didn't have it before. And God wants us all walking in His miraculous power. Amen? So, the next slide is very interesting. Um, this is from a brain researcher. The first slide to the left is a brain that's a little bit, um, it's confused. The middle picture is the brain, the same brain, after 15 minutes of meditating on the Word. The right is a picture of the brain after 30 minutes of meditating on the Word of God, and it's evened out and it's normalized. Everybody say amen. So this, this is from a brain researcher. It's very true. It's, 
the word changes the neurons and the nerves that have been damaged from negative emotions and negative words. The word of God spoken with faith and kingly royalty, protocol, priestly and kingly authority, changes. It transforms the neurons in your brain, the nerves in your brain. Negative words cause damage to the neurons in your brain. And she shows a picture of the brain with its neurons and its nerves that are black and damaged. And then she shows a picture of the same brain where the Word of God has been spoken with, with the godly protocol. You know, with faith. You believe this. This is truth. And the, the brain, literally, the black, disappears and the Word of God changes and heals those neurons into perfect neurons. Wow. Everybody say, wow. I mean, that is powerful. It is amazing. So the Word works. As kings and priests, we are also to ride upon the high places of the earth. So this is the king's ride. We're supposed to be riding in the high places. Amen? The high places. Isaiah 58, 14 says, Then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father. We all have a covenant. We're under the covenant of the Lord. And we're under a New Testament covenant, which is greater than even the Abrahamic covenant, but we are still blessed and can multiply the earth and fill the earth with the glory of God. So ride means to travel, navigate, to navigate our life. High means to be high-ranking in an elevated, prosperous uh, situation. We need to be elevated. We need to see ourselves riding on the high places of God, which is in the spirit realm. See, we can ride in the spirit realm if we'll walk in the spirit. And if read Romans chapter 6 through 8 every day for the next 30 days. You'll be transformed. Read Romans chapter 6, 7, and 8. I suggest chapter 6 and chapter 8 for the next 30 days. That's your big challenge. It's about dying to your flesh and living in the Spirit, in the high places, with the Holy Spirit. You're supposed to be, we, me too, we're supposed to be riding in the high places of the Spirit of God, up here with him, with the eagle soaring like an eagle with our kingly crown on. I can see a picture of an eagle right now with a crown on. That's you and me. Amen? Or there's three rides. Next slide is we can ride the kingdom ride, which is hmm, probably a 2019 Lamborghini. Or we can do a selfie ride, and everything's about ourself, which that's what life is 
turned into. Everything's about self. Self this, self that. Everything's about ourself. Or we can ride with the demons, the demonic ride. There's three rides you can ride. But how many want to ride the kingdom ride? Woo! Glory! I want to ride as a king and a priest. Amen? Praise God. I'm going to see how much time I have left here. Okay. Okay, to enter into the realms of signs, wonders, and miracles, we are going to have to ride in the Spirit with the Lord. Psalms 45, verses 4 through 5, and I just, I love it in the Message Bible, and I don't use the Message Bible very much, because sometimes it changes the whole meaning of things. But I love this one. Psalms 45, 4 through 5, and in your majesty, Ride prosperously because of truth, humility, and righteousness. Strap your sword to your side, warrior. Ride majestically, majestically. Ride majestically. Ride triumphantly. Ride on the side of truth. Amen? That's good. Okay, the next slide. We're almost done. This is my, one of my favorite scriptures, Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give you... Say to your neighbor, Behold, the Lord gives you. The Lord gives you. You and me. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all. Everybody say, all. All the power of the enemy. It doesn't matter what situation you're going through. All the power of the enemy. All the power of torment. All the power of abuse. All the power of negative words. All the power of uh, the attacks of the enemy. You have authority over it. And we've got to take it. It doesn't happen on its own. We have to take our authority. Stand in our royal protocol. Speak to the demonic spirits of darkness. Command them to go. We don't say, oh Lord Jesus, please take these demonic spirits from me. The Lord says, behold, I've given you the authority. I gave it to you. You take the authority and command those spirits to go. And they have to go in Jesus' name. Amen? And then nothing shall by any means hurt you if we'll, if we'll do this. Luke ten nine. in whatever city you enter, heal the sick and say to them, the kingdom of God has come. The kingdom of of God. It's the kingdom age. We're walking as kingdom carriers, as his kings and priests. His anointing is upon us to go forth in faith and power, wisdom and authority. Uh, Pastor John, will you play that song, There's a Healing in This House right now? First John 2.27 says that we have an anointing on us. You are anointed. You're anointed. You have an anointing from the Most High God. His anointing is Himself imparted into you. The kingdom of God has come in you and me and through you and me. It's through you and me. The kingdom of God. Jesus lives in us. His life He's made us sit in heavenly places with Him. It's His kingdom authority. He gives you new names today. He says in Isaiah chapter 62, and I believe this is the last slide, 
This is what Jesus says about you. This is what God's word says about you and me tonight. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all the kings your glory. The glory of the Lord is on you. The anointing of God shines and radiates if we will walk in that anointing. If we will allow that kingly and priestly anointing. If we will come before the king and let him impart himself into us when we pray. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven and through this earthen vessel. And through this earthen vessel as it is in heaven, let it come to earth, Lord, through you and me. That's who it comes through. Through your children. Your children have the ability to prophesy. I've seen little children prophesy like an adult. I've seen little children pray and begin to cry and weep and travail. It's the day and the hour where little children are going to be prophesying and praying and preaching like a mature adult because the Holy Spirit's going to take them over. And we're going to see that's going to be a sign and a wonder. The Lord says, He says, All the kings shall see your glory. You shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. You shall no longer be forsaken. You shall no longer be termed desolate, but you shall be called Hephzibah and your land Beulah, for the Lord delights in you. And your land shall be married. For as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you tonight. He has a new name for each one of you tonight. Just listen carefully and he'll give it to you. Revelations 2.17 in the Living Bible says, Everyone who is victorious shall eat of the hidden manna, the secret nourishment of heaven. And I will give to each a white stone, and on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one else knows except for the one receiving it. Your name is no longer lonely, loser, forsaken, desolate, sick, tired, angry, rejected, hurt, fearful, not good enough, outcast, ugly, abandoned, or whatever else the enemy has been calling you tonight. Your name is going to come directly to you from the Spirit of God tonight. But I have something that I want you to have. And it's a handout with 80 names of God. Will you help me? Pass these out. One probably per family, and unless you have enough, there's 20 there. I want you to know tonight, the Lord made me compile this. I didn't get it off of anybody's website. He said, I want you to call yourself a new name in this new year, 2019. You have a new name. Your pastor, Kathy Janice, called me. No, she emailed me and said, God has given you a new name. She had no idea I was doing a study on the names that God was calling us. 
Another friend called me and said, God says you have a new name. She told me something else. Third friend, three confirmations, called and said, God says you have a new name. And gave me another name. So we could have several new names, amen? But I got 80 out of the Bible, out of the Word. So I just want to take a moment, if we have a couple more minutes, and I want you to say these names over yourself with me, okay? We're going to declare and decree as a king and a priest tonight. And healing is going to come. Healing as we speak these names over ourselves. Healing supernatural love. This is a supernatural love revival. It's a supernatural firestone storm. A firestorm of God's love. God's love touches us in supernatural ways. So let's say it together. And I'll, we don't have to say number one or the scripture. Just Let's just go down the list. Follow me. For the Lord calls me a believer, ambassador, apple of his eye, bearer of fruit, beloved, betrothed, beulah, blessed, bride, called by his name, chosen, chosen holy and blameless, citizen of heaven, complete in him, crown of glory, dearly loved, delivered, doer of the word, eagle, faithful, faithful twice, fellow worker, follower, friend, fruitful, glorious church, God's building, God's field, God's workmanship, good successor, handmaiden, healed, heir of Christ, Hespavah, my delight, his child, his creation, his elect, image of God, imitators of God, inheritor, joint heir, king and priest, light of the world. Turn the page over. Woo! Made complete, masterpiece, member of Christ's body, minister of reconciliation, multiplier, missionary, and if you're a musician, you're a musicianary, new creation, new man, not condemned, offspring, overcomer, partaker of his divine nature, partaker of his promise, peacemaker, precious and honored, prosperous, radiant, redeemed and forgiven, redeemed, renewed, restored, royal diadem, royalty, salt of the earth, seated in heavenly places and alive with Christ, servant, set free, sign and wonder, soldier, son or daughter, son of light, special, temple of the Lord, treasure, tree planted by the river, upright, and the Lord also calls you, you are mine. Woo! Give yourself a big clap offering. Hallelujah! This is who you are in Christ Jesus. And Pastor Lonnie and Kathy have some exhortation, and then if you feel the Lord saying for us to pray for people, I'd love to join you in prayer. If you have some exhortation, and want to come, then we would love to pray for you if you want personal prayer. You know, however the Lord leads, I love you. (laughs) And the Lord loves you. And he calls you his beloved tonight. You are his beloved tonight. Hallelujah. I just see the Lord wrapping his arms around you right now. 
He's just wrapping his arms around you. Jody, right? I do have the right person. Yes, Jody. Hallelujah. I see the Lord wrapping his arms around her. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.